Hey, my friend, what's going on? This is Larry Hunter, 5-Minute Inspirations coming at you. And I just want to bring to your remembrance something that I'm pretty sure you already know. But as I told you before, usually on my program, my goal is not to bring you something new. Hey, I got this new revelation I want to pass on to you. No, not at all. I understand that, well, the Bible even talks about it. It says that, that we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things that we've heard lest at any time we let them slip. In everyday language, that means that, you know, you need to be reminded. You need, need to pay attention to the things that you've heard, reflect upon the things that you've already learned, because if you don't, it's a pretty good possibility you'll forget about it. <laughs> so here I am uh, coming at you and just bringing you something that that is not new to you, but maybe it'll just kind of jumpstart you to get back into walking in the revelation of this truth that I'll share with you. I was reading my Bible, and I was look, reading about the woman, of, the woman of Samaria, you know, the lady at the well. And I want to read a few verses for you, and then we just kind of jump on off, and I'll just, you know, whatever comes to mind, I'll go ahead and share that with you, okay? Uh, James, I mean John, I'm sorry, John chapter 4, and I'm just going to start reading at verse 1. It says, Now when Jesus learned that the Pharisees heard that Jesus was making and baptized, uh-oh, now let me go on up a little bit further. Let's go to verse 5. John chapter 4, verse 5. I'm reading out of the English Standard Version. It says, So he came to a town of Samaria called Sychar, near the field that Jacob had, Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, so Jesus, wearied as he was from his journey, was sitting beside the well. It was about the sixth hour. A woman from Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you, a Jew, ask for a drink from me, a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God, and who it is that is saying to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw with. And the well is deep. Where do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob? He gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did his sons and his livestock. Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I will not be thirsty or have to come here to draw water. Verse 16, Jesus said to her, Go and call your husband and come here. The woman answered him, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, You are right in saying I have no husband, for you have had five husbands, and the one you now have is not your husband. What you have said is true. The woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Okay, I can go on reading, but this passage in, in John chapter 4 just kind of reminded me of something, and I want you to see this too. This lady had been married five times, okay, and now she's shacking up. You know, she's living with somebody she's not married. I guess we can kind of safely conclude that she in her life made a few bad choices. 
who hasn't made bad choices? We've all made bad choices, right? And again, there are tough situations. There are tough situations that we have to deal with in life. And sometimes those tough situations cause us to make wrong decisions. And sometimes those wrong decisions can lead to even more problems and difficulties. And and let's just go ahead and throw it out there and sin and just all kind of bad stuff, right? What I want you to see in this, and again, this is just a reminder to you, is the fact that Jesus didn't come at her and treat her or and esteem her according to what she had done. Neither did he come and evaluate her and judge her according to what she was doing. See, she was living with a dude now and she had already been married five different times. Okay. No, he came and he 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 had a conversation with her, which resulted in her actually coming to him and allowing him to be Lord of her life. And she went out and evangelized, told all the folk that she she would roll with about Jesus. And then they got turned on about Jesus, too. You know, as you read on through the rest of that chapter, you'll see that. But what I want to show you here and remind you of is that nothing that that lady had done. And nothing that she was doing now changed her value in God's eyes. I want you to get this. Okay. There's nothing that she had done and nothing that she was doing currently. There was nothing about her that changed her worth in God's eyes or the way that God saw her, the way that God esteemed her. And so I want to pull it over to you and just uh, you and me and just really talk about the fact that there is nothing that you have done that will ever change your worth in God's eyes. There is nothing that you that you do today that's going to change your value in God's eyes. There's nothing that you've been through. You know, we've been through some stuff in the past, right? (laughs) Not all of it good. There's nothing that you've been through that could change your, check this out, desirability in God's eye. God loves you. God wants you. God wants to have fellowship with you. He wants to walk with you. He wants to talk with you. He wants to guide you. He wants to prosper your life. And you know what? Ain't nothing that you've been through or have done or There's nothing about your current condition that will ever change the way that God values you. It will never change your worth. And I want you to know that we have to have this as a foundation in our lives because as we go through life, we hit some bumps. You know, some of them were not our cause. You know, we're not the cause of some of them, but some of them we we done made some bad decisions. And as a result, just got ourselves into a jam and and got bruised and got torn and got dirty and all that kind of stuff. But even in the midst of your bruised and torn and dirty state. Your value has not changed in God's eyes. God still esteems you highly. Think about John three sixteen. for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. See, the Bible talks about in Romans chapter 5 that when we were yet sinners, Christ died for the ungodly. See, even when we were sinners, 
God went to the cross on our behalf, you know, in the form of the son, Jesus Christ, to die and pay the price for our sins, for our wrongdoing. So I want to just hit you with that and allow you to just reestablish that foundation in your walk with the Lord. The fact that your value has not changed and will never change no matter what you've been through, no matter what your concurrent condition is. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> Imagine that I got a $100 bill. $100 bill! And uh, how much is that $100 bill worth? Okay, this is, okay, it's not rocket science. But yeah, you're right, you're right, okay. The $100 bill is worth $100. Now, let's say that, that $100 bill, oh, I drop it on the floor. No, I drop it in the mud. Ooh, it was a mistake, but I dropped it in the mud, and then I didn't realize it, so I stepped on it, and, and somebody said, hey, is that your money there? So I pick it up, and when I pick it up, it's partly under my foot when I'm picking it up, so I end up tearing it. It's about torn in half, right? So I pick it up. It's dirty. It's muddy. It's wet. It's torn. Got a quick question for you. How much is that $100 bill worth? You got it. It's still worth $100. What it's been through, it's been through the mud. It's still worth $100. It's all toe up. It's still worth $100. It don't smell good. It's still worth $100. So again, let me just say it in closing. I don't care what you've been through. I don't care what you're dealing with right now. None of that matters and or rather in the sense that it cannot change your value in God's eyes. And actually, I'll say this as I'm closing, the stuff that we've been through, I was talking to somebody the other day, the stuff that we've been through and stuff that we're going through right now, those are the things that qualify us to be able to understand and have compassion on people all around us. Folk going through stuff and folk are going through now what you went through three years ago. But you know what? You went through it and you came out of it by God's grace, by God's love for you, unconditional love for you. He brought you out of some terrible stuff. And now you are further qualified to give an encouraging word, to understand, to give a listening ear to somebody who's going through the same mess that you and I went through. Think about that, okay? But I'm going to close. Boy, this five-minute inspiration that went on for a few minutes, ain't it? Okay, check this out. I just want to close by reminding you again that there's nothing that you've done. There's nothing that you've, you're doing now. And there's nothing that uh, it doesn't matter whatever your current condition is. It, none of it has affected God's esteem of you as very valuable. Now, I didn't say that God, uh, oh, okay, I can just do anything and God like me. God just please with me. I didn't say that whatever you do uh, and whatever you've been through, that it doesn't um, affect God's, let me see, um, he doesn't just approve of everything, okay? He doesn't approve of some maybe some things that you're into that you know ain't godly. It ain't right. He's not approving of it, but he doesn't see you as any less valuable even though you're in the midst of it. You got me? Somebody let me hear from you. Somebody take a few minutes, uh, write me something, or leave a little voice message. Let me know that you kind of understand what I'm saying today. I definitely had something on my heart that I wanted to get over to you. I'm not sure if I did a good job of getting it over to you, though.
Okay. Anyway, God bless you. Hope you have a lovely day. My wife and I, we are still in the U.S. of A. And we have umpteen million things that we have to get done before we head back to Thailand. And we're going down our to-do list, taking care of business. You be blessed now. Larry Hunter, 5-Minute Inspirations. See you next time. Bye-bye.